This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, today we have a very subdued and slightly truncated episode. I'm just being honest, I'm pulling the curtain back. We are recording this moments, curtain. <laughs> moments before Meatball goes into super crunch time for the page and all this drag con craziness is happening. It is a fun time to be um, a queer person in LA who makes creative arts and things, but there's also a lot of stress. Too much, if you ask me. Yeah. So enjoy this episode. And- I'm trying to go to Hawaii. Listen, yeah, and then we just started talking about a vacation on here. Like, people fucking care. All right, enjoy the episode. Goodbye! Forever! Dog! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Now on with the show. Then you say, Hi, you sloppy, stupid little fuck, you nice little fuck, you dirty little fuck, you stupid little fuck. So I'm going to stop you saying the big dipper from Meeple. I'm Meeple, and that's Big Dipper. I got to tell you, that little moment, like we start the show, and I always take, like, I always just take, like, I don't know. 30 seconds to myself while you do the spiel to just like get my mind in podcast mode it takes me all morning to get into podcast (laughs) mode i have to like make sure that i'm not feeling sassy like the last tuesday episode very sassy we like a sassy we like a sassy moment from you i think that's your brand yeah but i'm trying to be like not that and then yeah, and then you know your personality like I, takes over, and then yeah, and then I act like myself, and things go south. I, I get what, sassed back. I, well, yeah, you. She sassed you back. I did get sassed back in, a, in an email last night, and you know what? It's so funny is when someone sends you a screenshot of something that you said, and then you like re-screenshot it and send it back. Uh, um, what? What is funny about that? It just sounds like really passively aggressive and aggressively <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> That's the thing. You don't hear enough about people being aggressively aggressive in this world. <laughs> You're like, and that's the trick that it takes to piss off the girls. Um, okay, so let's let's give everyone a peek behind the curtain. Behind full the disclo- curtain. Full disclosure. Wednesday, May 11th. That's right. We're recording Wednesday, May 11th. The pageant this... is three days away. Oh. The doorbell yeah. rang, so maybe that is a delivery for me for the page. Ooh, the pageant is only three days away. It is, it is, it is. Meatball is in crunch time. I am getting ready for all of the craziness of DragCon. I was at the convention center this morning already. I know. I got an email at like 7 a.m. with like information about my pass and everything from someone at Mom. Oh, yeah. Girl, like, we're, they're we're, up. We're out they're here up working. over there. And so um, it looks so cool in there. It's, like, so exciting to go back. But can I just say something very vulnerable? Like, I'm You're fully convinced that on Tuesday we're all going to have COVID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. There's no way that we won't. That doesn't make it. There's no way. All it's going to take is two or three people having it and hugging all these queens. And, and the whole like convention is going to have it. And the whole convention is over. Gag. Or a week from the convention. Because people yeah. forget it. It's still real. Like, I still see people on my Tiki Talk in Texas that are still getting it. And they're like, Ooh. And like, we're Trisha gonna have, Paytas! 
She has COVID in the hospital with a baby. With a baby. Why are people doing that bullshit they did to Beyonce and saying her baby's not real? I mean, I didn't mean to just compare Trisha to Beyonce. I apologize. I apologize. You could never. I apologize. That's like trying to compare Kim Kardashian to Marilyn Monroe. It's impossible. Oh, she's bringing it back. Now, I are people saying it's fake? I believe that she's pregnant. I don't think that Trisha. I mean, Trisha is a nut job, and she will do a lot of. Um, insane and crazy things, but, but she I seems like think... way less nutty as of right late. now. Yeah, yeah. I think that maybe whatever was going on is cleaned up. Sorry, there's so much noise happening outside. But I don't think that she would fake a baby because she knows she'd need results. Now here's a question: Where does the term "nut job" come from? Because to me, that this, sounds hey, listen. This sexual. isn't all in closet. This isn't all in closet. You're right. You're right. But it does sound sexual. A nut job. Well, I typed in nut job to see like what the definition was, and the first thing that came up was nut job cast, which I guess there was a movie called The Nut Job that had Katherine Heigl in it. And then I was immediately triggered because remember how Katherine Heigl was so terrible in Hollywood? Yeah, she got cancelista. Did you watch the TV show? I think show, that everyone though? was like, we're done working with her. She's a nightmare. But she, this new TV show came out that she was on. It was her and the lady from Scrubs. And they played, like, childhood best friends who grew up. And then Katherine Heigl's character sort of turned into, like, a an Oprah type. Like a daytime talk she show phenom. She could never. <laughs> and um, I watched all of that show, and I did not think it was good. It's about damn time. In a minute. Have you it. learned you know it? I mean? No. Have you learned it? You know what I mean? I've been so busy trying to learn choreo for this fucking I'm so ready to five six seven to watch you five six seven eight. And I, you know what? It's so when does this come out? After the package? Yeah, this'll be Tuesday. So I can talk about it. I think it's gonna be so funny. Heavy think, breath. You took a heavy breath, breath before a, we got started. I'm just so excited for it to be over. Like I originally <laughs> thought uh-huh. that when I signed up to do the pageant. It was going to be more fun. And not yeah. that it's like anyone else's fault but mine that it isn't more fun. Correct. It's just like the amount of, like, I like to just have fun. That's my whole thing. So I like having I'm a good a time. Fun, I'm a I'm silly, a fun, goofy good, guy. silly, goofy gal. <laughs> and, and I, I like realized that, that, like, the in trying to have fun for this, but also, like, heighten my drag and elevate stuff and mm-hmm. and learn choreo and do stuff that I'm like not haven't been doing in a long time it's not fun like to have to plan it and organize it and well, make here's sure everything's thing. done and sit in rhinestone and have like six people over at my house until 2am while we fucking add stone so that I can look prettier I believe that you, I believe, first of all, that the children are our future. I second believe... Mother Teresa and Laurel Charleston are proof of that. Yeah, that's right. But secondly, I believe that basically it is fun, but you have never prepared for a thing like this. And so if you were to ever do... Like, like there there are... We did Pageant Pod, right? We did mm-hmm. this like mini-series with Willem and Alaska and Mom. And... Every queen that we talked to, we were like, well, how many pageants? They're like 25 pageants, and I've won eight of them, and I own a pageant. It's like, if you, once you get over the hump of doing it once, I think it is stressful, and it's a lot. But to me, it's like making a music video, right? Like, the night before I shoot a music video, I'm so stressed out. None of my vision ever comes through. I always spend all my money doing it. I'm doing everything. It's, like, so stressful. But then, like, at the end of the day, I'm, like, really proud of what I made. And so I think for certain people, even though it's stressful, they get bit by the bug. And they're like, yeah, next year my talent's going to be this. Or I'm going to go hard and do this. And I don't know. I think you might feel differently after you perform. And then you can go, like, Oh, if I were to ever do this again, I would plan it this way. I'm not a competition girl. Oh, yeah. I'm a let's have a good time girl. You're a hand me the trophy and let's black out. No. I Well. Nerd. No. I've decided last night when I was with the dancers, uh, one of them was like, so like how drunk do you think you're going to be at this point in the show? And I went, not 
not, not drunk, drunk at all at all and they're like oh and i was like no i was like i maybe will have a cock like a singular cocktail at the top of the show but until talent is over oh yeah no alcohol wait will you t- we don't need to put them on blast but will you text me the handle of the one with the fat ass who maybe i could eat his booty yeah <laughs> I love that we like our whole brand, like our our even our show pitch that we're like working on is all um like it's so sex. It's like so sex positive. And then anytime I talk about sex, you're always like, well, right. <laughs> you're crazy. That's all right, what let's works. that's what works. We'll take a break and we'll be back and we won't talk about the pageant anymore. And we'll we'll do phone calls. Yeah. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. We are back. And I gotta say, you know, Meatball, I... Was looking at our schedule coming up, we need to make some sort of, like, compilation graphic that says, like, all of the places we're going to be because I'm confused already. Me too. The calendar's wild. Where are you? 
Bride season's coming up. <laughs> where be, are you? No, where I are mean, you right now? Where am I right room? now? I'm in the studio at Forever Dog, but I'm not recording on the fancy shit. I'm like on my little computer, <laughs> computer mic on Zoom with you, but I am at work. Um, and I'm and my computer. I was about to die. Like I, it got wet. I pulled it out of my backpack last night, and it was drenched. <laughs> And so the little trackpad, you know how it like does a little click, but it the, doesn't. Yes, the function of the trackpad. It's not doing the click. Oh, you so, need like, an in external. In order for me to do stuff, I had to like hit it. <gasps> Get an external mouse. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, girl, I got one right here. I love externals. I'm gonna go to um somewhere and get one today. But I just wanted to say out loud. We have something else coming up. He hasn't released the image yet, but we're gonna be in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, on June what? It's a Sunday. Oh, yeah, a Sunday for San Francisco Pride, which I will say, I've done San Francisco Pride three or four years in a row at Bo. I'm excited. Oh, I thought you were about to be like, oh, actually, it conflicts. No, no, um, no, 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 wait, I cancel, I cancel this No, you're the cancel queen. No, we are, I'm just going to say this, we, so we all, we've talked about New York, you can buy your tickets for New York, June 14th. Um, June 14th at the Q1 Broadway. Hey. There's um, nothing you can't, okay. And then, like, a week and a half after that, on Sunday, June 26th, Meatball and I will be at Bo. We're not doing a podcast. We are doing club shit and probably being on the mic together, like, hosting and talking shit. You'll probably do, like, a tequila shot contest. Or maybe I can do a tasting. A butthole tasting? A, a, uh, I was about to say a foreskin <laughs> tasting. Oh, you can do the foreskin. Get, I can do the butthole. Get the savory delights. I'll do <laughs> shots out of foreskins. Now, I actually don't think that they will allow us to do that at Bo. I feel like Bo is more, um, how would you say, policed than maybe some of the places that we go and sure. do nasty things at. <laughs> but anyways, right we're going to San Francisco. We're going to be in San Francisco, and you know I love San Francisco, one of my favorite cities. I will be going to Burma Superstar for the green tea leaf salad. Okay, I would like to go with you in order to figure that out. Yeah, because you don't seem to understand how that restaurant works or where it is. This one? Yeah, but wait for him to turn around. Oh, never mind. I wasn't saying that... No, one, I didn't say that you were going to eat his booty. Two, I said he's a good dancer and you should book him to dance. Now that's a booty. She got cake. Now, um, what was your favorite part of my performance? Was it at the end where I had all my dancers in jock straps turn around and bend over and blast the audience with their booty holes? I mean, that was I, mine. what I will say is I am just so into you performing like it's exciting when you do like when choreography <laughs> when you dedicate time and rehearsal and you really just like focus on like what you're delivering it's exciting because diva you're trained you're talented you're amazing and when i saw you and all the dancers like together in unison doing your five six sevens i was like Go off. You weren't expecting it. I don't think no, that people Nor was are... I expecting the size of that t-shirt you were wearing in that video you said. I love that t-shirt. That it's motherfucker from... is down to your knees. It goes down to my knees. It's from, guess where it's from? Big Bud Press. I love oh, that. Stun. And that's like their, that was one of their 4XLs. Mm. But that was, let's talk about that for a minute. Because I sent it to you and I sent it to Pinche and Cabrina. No responses? Here's the no, thing. No, everyone said it was good. Um, But I, w- I want to talk about when you see yourself in video and when you like live your life, you, I don't think that I'm as big as I am. And then I see it in a video and I'm like, damn. Well, here's damn. the thing. The, got him. Pounds. Got him. Got him. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is the majority of the time you see yourself reflected in video, you are padded and cinched and shaped, right? Mm. So you've put that shape on top of your body. This, what you were looking at was... Um, a big T. <laughs> well, what you were looking at was not... Um, but I asked you, do you ever feel like that? And you were like, yeah. And I had had... Not I, padded. I had a conversation with another queen who... Um, I think it was maybe rude of me to say, but I was like, it's crazy because we're the same size, but when I look at you, I think you're bigger than I am. Yeah, I I mean that that has happened to me too, 
but I also sometimes think I'm like I I I feel like sometimes I've thought I'm bigger than people, and sometimes I thought I'm smaller than people. Mm. Like I've had people come up to me because you know we've talked about this. I do. I am. I do be lifting weights. I am in a training yeah. program. Well, you're not as big as you were like even uh, four months ago. Are you talking about size of muscle or size of fat? Size of fat. Okay. No, but I am. I so so with the muscle thing. Like I don't see myself as like muscular. I don't see myself as like like that sort of size i just see myself as like the fat size and mm-hmm. i'm like trying to move through to the like the muscular beefy size and i will have people be like whoa your shoulders whoa your chest and i'm like what i just think regardless of which direction it it goes we always see ourselves as completely different than the rest of the world does and on top of that it's like those fucking filters those tiktok filters those like symmetry filters you know that are like this is the left side of my face this is the right side of my face this is how the world sees me even if you take a photo with the front of your camera and then the back of your camera it's like it looks different we just like don't understand how we are in the world and you were looking at a video of yourself from this week dancing baby I got my middle school and high school home videotapes digitized, and it is a nightmare! Oh my god, do you have any clips of them that we can share, or is it all gonna be... Soon, soon. I should get my... I have a a compilation tape of all of my... When I was in junior high, and in jazz and tap, I have, like four years of video so at least five or eight dances i've got a guy who does it he's very capable i should have my parents send me that. very cute like my backup dancer okay um i two other things that i wanted to bring up before bring them up bring them up bring them up one the dolls are dolling in New York City, opening the Nasdaq. My a friend of mine who is like this wild academic just wrote, like screenshotted that and said, "What form of late stage capitalism is this?" That's all I could think. <laughs> I was like, "Capitalism has gone too far." Seeing all those queens up there, like ringing in the thing, knowing goddamn full or well some of them have filed for bankruptcy before. Right. It's like, oh, you don't pay your taxes, but you're ringing in the you're bell, and then yeah. But also, good for them. Like, that's insane. I think it's so incredible. And it's crazy the power that Paramount has. Yes. Like, do you, I must, I'm thinking about what Raja and Jinx must be thinking about. They were on Logo a decade plus ago. Logo. Also, let's give it up for Raja because she has been turning the looks at each. Oh, yeah. Like, the other girls are doing great. They're doing fine. Vivian is also there. But, Raja, dislike I don't know. <laughs> That's not a good reason. I here's don't like, thing. and here's the thing: I know that my drag is bad, so and that's okay. But it's like hers is so not. Mm, I don't know. It's just not the same level, and I don't know what that is to me. Well, this is what I want to say about Raja. I feel like Raja, a couple things. Raja has been in the public eye for a really long time. So she's got a lot of wardrobe to sort of pull from. She also has been really calculated. She is not turning show-stopping ball gowns and then a blazer. It's all fashionable but accessible press looks. Did you see the the zero waist Daniel jacket? Yes, with Does all she the, the like, Nasdaq with the butterflies flowers at the side? or the flowers, bitch. Yeah. And that's what thing. And then she's doing a statement hat and that and a shoe and it's and like a big glasses. Yes. So I just love the aesthetic that she's serving because it feels like really, really consistent. It's giving me very Naomi Campbell drag and or like um I don't know. It's just like supermodel. She looks like but a fucking supermodel. Can I just tell you this is a little insider tea only because I'm working with them. The hustle that Miss Jada Essence Hall has is admirable because Miss Ma'am, her and Evie are currently on the European leg of Work the World, flew back to New York mid-tour to do this non-stop fucking press thing and had Every to like day. figure out their looks and all day long and Heidi is record or and Jada is recording with Heidi 
like figuring out how to do Hall and Closet and then immediately when it's done going back to Europe and Heidi is prepping for DragCon these divas are working I love our mom dolls also the mom four, dolls do work harder than any other doll four mom dolls on the fucking All Stars cast four mom dolls four, four mom, mom dolls, dolls! three okay, challenge let's, wins let's take another break Okay, we are back. back. And the other thing that I wanted to uh, just say aloud is the trailer for Go Go for the Gold dropped. Well, unfortunately, we will not be recapping Go Go for the Gold as no. we previously stated. Oh. I think we will, and we never previously stated anything. <laughs> Oh, we will. I'm super excited. You know I love Zaddy. We were talking about it in our group chat. We were talking about it in our group chat, and someone was like, this looks messy. And I said, this is going to be the perfect amount of mess. I don't know if if our listeners often speak with Go-Go Boys backstage, but they're all so different. And some of them are so weird. And I just cannot wait to, like, capture that uncensored like just them interacting with each other and seeing how it goes so let's like further explain this basically go go for the gold is a tv show that is happening on out tv Mm -hmm. it's hosted by johnny mcgovern it has a panel of judges including jojo guads and teddy bear and two other people that i'm unfamiliar with and then a bevy of go-go dancers who are all like from la we know them out from being in the club they're from all Uh, over the world as it states in the trailer oh well anyhow Um, all over the world of los angeles all over the los angeles county the world of los angeles County. county um and meatball and i thought it would be really really fun to watch the show and do reviews because it's a newer show, and I actually don't know the format, and I don't know how long of a program it is. Like, I think each episode might be kind of short. We are uh, not going to be dedicating full episodes to it. But basically, every week that there's an episode, we're going to do, like, a segment or two about it. And we are hoping to interview all of the contestants as they're eliminated. So that's sort of what Meatball is alluding to, is that we are looking to talk to these Go-Go Boys in studio. And I believe touch it Ooh, i want to touch it <laughs> Who do you think so anyways if you are i i'm rooting for zaddy me too i'm rooting for fucking i don't know what he goes by on the show rico does he go by that. rico on the I show meet the boys except which one's rico or does he go by Bad Kid? Which one's Bad? I don't know who these... Anyways, they all have different names. We are friends with Steven. Oh, I um, know Eddie Danger. He isn't from LA. Oh, yeah. He's from DC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ken XY? He's hot. Max yeah. Adonis. No, this that's one? a porn one. Uh, it disappeared. Oh, wait. Go goes. Rico TV. Rico TV. He's in he's in one of my new music videos that is about to come out. Um Yeah, I I'm excited. I wanna watch this <gasps> oh, and Steven's I wanna in it. Yeah. We I wanna watch Steven. this and I wanna talk about this and I wanna interview the Go Go Boys. So, you know, here's hoping we make that happen. That's all. I wonder what the competitions are. It's like, how far into your butthole can you let this man stick this $1 bill? No, I think it's going to be about dancing and about charisma and about outfits. Charisma, uniqueness, and money. Come. No, it'll be, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like, um, oh, I wanted to spell cock, but my brain is dead. Charisma, right. originality, <laughs> charisma again, and karmic. Payback. Cock. 
We got an email. Hi, Slops. I'll chime in here and side with the caller who said he didn't, he couldn't smell cum. I never noticed the smell growing up, not even when I was a horny teen with a sploo drag. However, I started to notice the smell after moving to Far East Asia. Where is this going? There is a tree that flowers every spring summer oh, I've heard in about Japan this. that has made me realize that indeed cum has a smell and that it always had one. Apparently, it is a chestnut tree in Japanese East Asia, and in the U.S., there is a collery pear, collery pear with a similar odor. The first time I encountered this tree, I was very confused. I didn't realize cum had a smell, despite lots and lots of sex, until I found myself wondering if I hadn't showered thoroughly enough after the hookup I had that particular morning. I was with friends and was relieved when they all said, ugh, I hate the cum trees. Let's move to the blossoms. What? How's your reading comprehension? Well, it goes, uh, I hate the cum trees. Let's move to the blossoms. No comma, no period, no nothing. Oh, they were like sitting outside and they were maybe near the cum trees and their friends said, ugh, I hate oh, the cum trees. Let's move to the, let's move to the, blo- to like the, the blossoms. blossoms. Okay, so there needs to be a comma. <laughs> Following the encounter, I became able to smell cum. Okay. My advice, go smell the trees. It'll change your life. Touch grass. What does touch grass mean? It means go, go outside. I said, I just uh, Oh, okay. Well, cool. Thank you for reading that. I'm so happy you read that out loud. Let's uh, listen to a voicemail. <laughs> hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. It's Obedient Son, uh, what? LA resident. Love the podcast. Just wanted to say real quick in regards to uh, the May 10th blurb about the muscle gays, bears, whatever, loving the chubs now. Why is it only when these muscle, no shade, albeit white, cis men become enamored with something, then only is it trending or then only is it acceptable? As a Mexican cis gay man growing up in Southern California, who is also chubby, still chubby, um, you know, at why is it why is it that when when these when these muscle guys touch something is it then considered gold? That's just my question. Love you guys. You know, this is actually interesting because I'm about I'm like just finishing editing. The timeline is so crazy on the show, but I'm I'm about to finish editing the Arise Wanzer episode which came out if you're listening to this now, which came out on Friday. But in the mm. conversation I talk about you know, she's talking about ch- chasers who, you know, love to date the dolls. And I said, oh, we talk about chubby chasers. And I was like, oh, these like young, like muscly sort of not necessarily young. But I, I bring it up. And I think what it is, because I say it on this episode, on the Friday episode, is like there's something in the like middle school version of me that like it like triggers the like chubby insecurity, but also in middle school, that sort of like mainstream popular kid that was like the sort of fit, muscly, young, whatever, if they're giving me attention, then it's almost like my like 12 year old chubby, insecure self is being validated. Mm. So I think that's where the impulse comes from to be like, it's so hot right now, even though other people who identify in a different way have always sort of been into bears or chasers or whatever. So I. I hear exactly what you're saying, and I think that, you know, and I definitely agree. I just think for me, where I get it, um, where I'm where I'm coming from is that, like, weird middle school thing. And I, I get that. I see that. It's also, like, there was this guy in college who would never look twice at me. But I was always thought he was so hot. And then I just Girl. found out that he has an OnlyFans. Girl. And I truly only subscribe. And because I don't find him attractive anymore. But there's something about, like, knowing that I was so attracted to him and getting to see him fully naked right now that is so nice. You know what I mean? Do you understand? Yeah. And how is the nakedness nowadays? Great. He is a bigger cock than I ever imagined. 
But now, can you just imagine awesome. if he could have rammed it? If he could have hit me with butt. it back then in New York, I'd hit me with it. Lower East Side, couple slaps across the face, and then right in the hole. Next call. Pow, 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 pow. Slam! <laughs> ah! This is the message for Meatball specifically. Um, I personally think that you should steal from Gigi Gorgeous's house because <laughs> she's married to a literal fucking oil tycoon. And, like, if you think about it from, like, a queer ethics standpoint, that has some very uh, shaky moral ground. Um, so eat the rich and steal from Gigi Gorgeous. What would be stunning is if Gigi made a t-shirt that said eat the rich and steal from Gigi Gorgeous. And then she just lets people into her job. No, and then she sold it and kept all the fucking money. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. I'm not sure. This is one of those situations where I'm like, yes, she's married into an oil family, but I'm not sure that Nats is technically a tycoon. I think Nats would be technically considered an heir. Yeah, because they're like... They just were born and were born queer and like whatever. The 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 biggest issue there is like, you know, I don't watch Succession, but I kind of feel this is what Succession is about. Is like when do you, when do you get access to the money and can you make the change? Because like, like if I was, you know, one, I would hope to think that if I was in like the position of Nats or August. Yes, I would be like self-funding my art, which both of them do. Like they have mm-hmm. these amazing um, fashion lines that let's which be I honest, own two pieces from because I from Strike Oil st- or August Getty. Strike Oil, not I could probably August Getty would never make anything for me. And they're both incredibly talented designers, but they do have that leg up of like family money to like make a brand. But happen, I did st- right? I did steal from Strike Oil. Um, <laughs> But one would think if you were in that position, you would be like, okay, hey, family, let's pivot and start doing, like, solar panels and green air. Like, we have billions of dollars. Let's, like, let's figure but this let's, okay, out. Okay, let's not start saying that they're not doing anything. Like, Ariadne I'm not Getty, saying that they okay, are. Okay, because the Ariadne Getty Foundation actually does a lot for the LGBTQI I completely they're building so like the they're, Getty there wing, is they're like building a, a wing of the fucking uh LGBT center. Yeah. So it's like they do a lot, and I think that maybe because they're not like Ariane Getty isn't like out here every single day talking about every last thing that she's doing to help the community, but like I don't know. They had a lot to do with helping Cade in his transit. Like, I think they are helping people. Sure. It may not just be, like, publicized as much as people would like it to be. And I think it's really easy to, like, see someone up on their huge pedestal and be like, whoa, well, you do have multiple cars and you do take private trips everywhere and you do own mansions. And it's like, yeah, well, for them at that billions of dollars – that's the equivalent of like us taking an Uber, flying coach to New York. That's, and going yeah, that's out me to taking dinner. the Southwest to New York, baby. Right. Oh God, I gotta check that flight. But th- what's fucked up about this is like it is the equivalent, but also when you're attached to billions of dollars, like you actually can make a change and a dent in the world. And um, yeah, check out check out those Getty Foundations and what they're doing phil- philanthropically. Philanthropically, honey. Um, but yeah, eat the rich. Steal whatever. Steal, I mean, steal from the rich. I'm Tip the dolls. And I will always steal from rich people. Robin Hood. Call it. You think every time I go over to Nicole's house, I don't make it out with something? Ah! Bit by bit, I'm going to find that Emmy's dress. Oh, the yellow one? No, the well, the yellow one, one, but the purple one. Girl, the purple one. I almost, for the pageant, was like, can I have that? But I was like, it's too recent and everyone would know. Yeah. But imagine that just covered in stones. Gag. You're the stoning queen now. I bought so many that they gave me a discount. Next call. No, let's take a break. No! Okay, Okay. I'll do one more call. No, no, no. Let's take a break. I'll do the call. This is for the guy with the blinker on who has so much to say about fat people shouldn't eat on the pod. Um... Less fat shaming, less toxic gay bullshit. I'm going to just assume he's a queer. Um, no, we have yeah, a big straight let's up. Let's be all inclusive. Let's stop fucking hating. And it's your show. You do what you want. 
Um, let's support um, each other. Also, is he maybe toxic? Yes. Am I toxic for calling out a toxic gay? Thoughts? Am I equal spiraling right now? Um, thanks, spiral. y'all. Yeah, the fucking haters, as they say. To all my, to all my hands. What? Hashtag shout out to Dodger 2014. Bye, Flop. Great <laughs> shit you do. Great shit indeed. Oh my god, this is so long. It's actually one of the shorter voicemails we've gotten. It just pivoted in a lot of different directions. <laughs> I'm a hater, I'm a hater. Um, I, I would like to say, like, yes, it's I that guy, it's like, fuck you, stop listening. But, like, I also do agree, like, I don't want to hear eating on a podcast, so why do I put it on my podcast? I do agree that my screaming is annoying, but um, that won't stop. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Next. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, And, yeah. and uh, on that, how about we take a break? <laughs> okay. Okay, we are back, and I just want to say the circle is back on. Will you watch it when um, you have a moment? The circle? Yes. When you I wasn't like watching, I like the circle. Yeah. Um, you know, Barbara Wire almost was on the circle. Really? In drag? I think as a drag queen. Also, Pinche got a call, and then she just thought it was like a joke and never replied. <laughs> I love, I love some people's, like... Some people's um, reaction. I, I, th- th- there, there's a very interesting thing in Hollywood, right? You know the the like a pick me sort of attitude. Yeah. Okay. So I think in the entertainment industry, there's an interesting thing about like, yeah, you have to show up to whatever gig is offered you because you never know what it'll turn into. A lot of times, you're not paid very well, and you just like have to do oh, yeah. things. You just do it. You you show up with one outfit, one wig for that kind of thing. Right, but what I do find interesting is, like, there are people who just, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't respond to that email. Yeah, no, I didn't feel it. No, I wanted to go to the movies that day. But they still get, like, work all the time, and everyone is, like, still eager to work with them. Mm -hmm. I'm always so surprised with that, because I don't think, I don't, I don't think I have that, like, ooh, pick me, I want to work, like, desperate attitude. But I will do anything to try to make a gig happen if someone asks me. Catch me bending over backwards for this other show that I was, like, almost picked for. Like, I'm the same way. I'm not a pick-me, but, like, when the opportunity comes, I also don't just, like, ignore it. I'll be like, how can we make this work in my schedule? What can I do to make this work? I literally, this one job was like, well, the shooting dates are this many days, um, so which days in this can you do? And I said, I'll do all of them. I'll cancel anything to be there for this. (sighs) Reality TV, what a nightmare. Next one. <laughs> I love that you cue. You have no idea how many calls I have available to us. I just sent you three. Hey, you sloppy delight. Okay, it's definitely, it's hard to do because I'm thinking about it, but it's definitely Balmer or Balmore. Um, in my experience, people tend to you know, let, let the T set the T free and... You know, Ooh, really honey, set those TTs. Do I know this person? Meatball and Matt, I missed you. Come back. Bye. <gasps> Drew Barrymore was the flower girl at Ross Matthews' wedding to that doctor. You ever seen someone? Never mind. I just want to say what just happened. Dipper held up a finger and made me stop speaking. So we'll just move. We'll just move on from that. She looks amazing though. Throwing she those looks flowers. stunning. How amazing! Did, Did you, you see they're making another Firestarter movie? So I don't know think? what There's Firestarter a, is. It's the movie that Drew Barrymore starred in when she was like a little girl. It's a oh, novel. I like hope she's producing that and making money I, on the I background. want her to be the fucking mom in it or something. That would be the twist. That they never do guy. that shit. Um, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, Drew Barrymore is not the person that I ever thought would have a daytime talk show. And, like, what a weird pivot. Like, like right at the beginning of COVID or, like, I, maybe it started just before. I guess it started during the pandemic for her to just be like, yeah, let's do a daytime talk show. But, like, apparently it's great and everyone loves it and it does, like, really well. Yeah, and everybody that 
I've, I know a couple people that have been on it and said it's like, oh, she's just as fun and free, like, talking to her. She's super nice. It's the same as Kelly Clarkson. But yeah. I feel like they're all afraid that if they're not nice, they'll get ellen Well, I don't think you can do anything for tw- two, tw- okay. 20 years and, like, become the monopoly of something and not, well, I guess Oprah did it. We can Oprah all... did it and was like pretty unproblematic the, whole the entire time. time. Yeah, but she also controlled all the media that surrounded her name and everything, which is powerful. And Harpo Studios, Oprah spelled backwards. And that right there is powerful. Me, Paul. What do you want to do after the pageant? Like, what are you going to do this week? Can we go eat shrimp in a bag? I would love to eat shrimp in a bag. I would love to get my bowels back in the right. And how does that happen? I don't know. I think stress has affected me in a very strange way where, like, yesterday I ate breakfast and then did not eat until 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Then I was, like, super dehydrated. At one point I just started shaking and I was like, mm, something's not right here. So I, I want to rest, but I also am, like, going to New York from the 27th to the 30th. Oh, right, to hang out with Marie Cherry. To stay at Mary Cherry's place and do that little show, or do the show at Littlefield. And I'm excited for that. Um, I really, really, really just want to go to Palm Springs for, like, five days. Four nights. And oh, my just, God, I would love that. Just fucking relax and, like, How? go to a couple of the gay bars, but, like, in the middle of the day before they get busy. How? Could we do that? Could we somehow do that? Could we get mom? To, <laughs> could we get mom to sponsor us? No, so we can do that. We just have to do it on our own. But I don't. I don't even know how to take a day off at this point. I I can't. I like look at my calendar and I'm like, it's every single day. And then in June, no joke, there are days where I'll be like, I'm gonna wrap up a show, fly to the next city, do a show, fly back to LA, do a show. Fly to Chicago, do a show. Like, there's no free time in June, so I really need, like, a week off. Yeah. Well, maybe August. I'm planning on taking some time off in August. And I, I want to go to in. I want to go to Hawaii in August, I think, because I didn't get to go when we were Ooh, supposed to. Oh, that's right. And my friend Cheyenne is going for her, I think, her birthday, and she's going to island hop. And I was like, if I could just... I would probably stay on Kona, and if she, like, swings by, that would be nice. <laughs> you you come to me on your trip. Hey, can you go roller skating with me on the 18th? Is that the day of your music video shoot? No, it's the week before, but I'm roller skating in a music video, and I have to prepare. The 18th is the next week, as in yeah. seven days from today? Yeah, it's, like, Wednesday. I think so. Let me check the calendar. I have roller skating on my calendar, so we should we should we should try to just randomly do like a dusk skate gang and see if everyone is free. Yeah, because I noticed this year has been taking like roller skate dance classes. Gag! I was so mad her birthday wonder, got canceled. I was pissed her birthday got canceled because I actually you know had the day off that day. And you haven't seen her house yet, have you? No. It's so beautiful. She's got like a three three level backyard. Okay, I got a DM from uh, someone named Chemistry and Crochet on Instagram. And I just want to read it because I feel like we kind of got to the bottom of the oyster thing. But this person actually explained it completely. So, are you ready? I was born ready. Except for that C-section. Okay. Hey, Dipper, big fan of the pod. About the oyster of it all. The rule of thumb is actually only eat them. In months that contain an R. No. See, no. So does that mean April? February, April, March. So no oysters in May. This is what he says. So no oysters in May through August. Apparently oysters reproduce in the warmer months. Also, there is a higher chance of red tides in the summer. Algae booms in the ocean, which release toxic compounds. And you can't eat shellfish that have been in a red tide. So he is saying you don't eat oysters in the summer from May through August. All the other months, May, June, July, and August, so the rest of the months, all have an R in them. 
Okay. That clicks. We did get a bunch of calls about that, but I was like over it because I I'm every so single confused. time someone has called about it or explained it to Is this our time to find like a oyster expert? If you know a gay oyster expert who's also into who like not only cracks Los them Angeles open but and then like feeding uh, them to us in the studio. I don't want to eat oysters. I, don't I will like fuck that you. Shit. I'll fucking eat them. And that's what we'll eat on the pod, and that'll be the grossest thing because it'll just be like <laughs> All right. Um, My favorite inboxes to get are from people being like, hey, I heard you're going to be in Chicago on the 18th. Please don't cancel this gig. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, well, listen. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. This episode is a little bit shorter um, today only because Meeple's got to stone things for the pageant. And get a new mouse because my computer isn't working. Well, Mercury, Mercury, Mercury is in retrograde. Is it? I I don't know. Is it a month that ends in R? Let's wrap know, it up. Let's wrap it up because my this Friday is Friday the thirteenth, and that's technically a lucky day for me. Um. I've had a wonderful time talking to you. Let's go. You know what I mean? Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. This has been Meatball and Big Dipper on Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. If you'd like to call in with your own fuck talk story, call in to 213-536-9180-sloppysecondspot.gmail.com so you can email us. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up and pay for the Mom Plus app, where you can watch our Friday videos. And if you don't want to pay for it, you can watch the first half of it on YouTube, and then the second half is no video for you. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and Meatball the Drag Queen on TikTok. Follow the mom TikTok and follow Big Dipper Jelly on everything. Goodbye, William Pitts. Doodle-doo-doo, forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.